Hello! Welcome to episode, what is this? 136 Do of the Okie Gamers podcast. Oh. If we sound weird today, or if you hear anything wrong with the recording, I apologize. I left the laptop at work, and Brian's not here, and we're recording through my PC, which we've never done before, into Audacity, which fucking sucks, quite frankly. So, if there's any issues, if you hear any weird noises... Play Brian. Blame Brian. Are you going to be hearing a lot of weird noises? Because this is going to be like Rosie City, this podcast? Yes, they're sitting on my bed. It's and, always Rosie And Rosie City. is... No, this is going to be even more so. No, this is going to be it's Rosie's oh, world, Let's be quiet and see if the slammies are, are all Rosie. Yep. You can see it. You see this? <laughs> You're just chopping on her chicken. <laughs> oh, stop, stop. Here. Watch here. Stop and watch here. I mean, now, now she knows we're talking oh. about her. Uh, so, Pid... What's up, dog? What you been playing? <laughs> so, Pid, let me ask the question. I, let me rephrase it. Pid, what are you still playing? And Actually, w- and, then, and then what did you beat and then continue to play? Uh, I think you're done with Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter World. Huh? I think, you're, I think you feel like you're done. You uh, yeah, Dan knows it. You're done. Do. Yeah, this is the guy that's got 30 hours out of it, and he's like, I got, I got everything I need out of it, and I don't <laughs> play it anymore. I do think if you start playing when we played, it would, I would, be, have it, more, yeah. Yeah, it would be different. Yeah. I'm... I'm, I'm uh, Monster Hunter World. What else did both of us beat last night? Shadow Classes. Very, very fast game. I beat it under four hours. Uh, I don't know what mine was. Probably similar. I beat it under four hours. Monster Hunter World I beat in 83 hours. <laughs> so it's kind of similar. <laughs> Pretty much the same. Tomato, tomato. Uh, and then potato, I potato. picked up Yakuza 0 again today. Again? Yeah, I never finished it. To, to oh, play, not yeah, oh I think when I bought it, no, no, like, no, no, I got no. two copies now. So no, 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 I get started one. playing it again. Okay. Six comes out next month. No, it got pushed back to April. I don't know. I heard. I, re- I was reading stuff on. Uh, well, I was doing the outline. I think I saw something somewhere saying that it was like one of the grittiest karaoke-filled arcade games ever. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, all right. Yeah, that got delayed, I think, by like a month. But then they announced, sorry, they're like, sorry about the delay. We're going to give you a demo this month. Yeah. So a demo's coming. Cool. You play Yakuza, Dan? No, never interested me. I know I probably would like it. You would like that. it a lot, I think. Maybe maybe one day. Uh, maybe. I'm trying to think if I did anything like that was like weird Yakuza. Like some like like some Yakuza weird shit. The chicken scene is the turkey scene yet. is the best one. I didn't get to that yet. I only played it for like a couple hours today, so I don't remember. But yeah, that's it. That's all I got right now. How does this look like an alien from... Give it to me. So, if you hold it this way. A little bit. Eyes. Nose. And this is his mouth. And then then that's his chin. Oh, okay. (laughs) I got it. That's the alien that brought that skier from upstate New York to California, California. And he didn't know about it. Can you put that back? Dan, what have you been playing? Um, I played uh, <coughs> 30 hours so, no, on Monster I'm a fucking Hunter. dad. Um, maybe I'll go back to it. I don't know. Right As of right now. Uh, playing tons of Siege with the boys. It's fun. Siege. Yeah, you are. Yeah. We're going to get real good, and then we're going to be invited to the next Invitational. <laughs> we just need a fifth player. Homie, I've been watching them play. Yeah. They, have you we're watched better. it all? Yeah, we're better than them. Have you watched it all? No, it's <laughs> disgusting. I don't know how they do half the things they do. They treat the map like it's like like I, I was telling Brian like the map in the maps in Siege are modular, mm-hmm. in the sense of like if you want to go through that wall, just go through that wall. But they take that to a whole nother fucking level, and like they were doing is a clubhouse the biker club. Yeah, you know how 
in the basement underneath like the bar, like the front of the, the place. In the room next to that, Buck was just shooting out the entire floor. And it's the kind of floor that keeps the floorboards there so yeah. you can still walk. And was just watching the objective that way. And then someone would sneak down, put the diffuser there, and then Buck would just cover through the fucking ceiling. And just take anyone. I mean, out that again, if we if we were like if we sat down with like a map of it and then like we planned out the best way to like go about attacking an yeah. objective, we'd probably come up come up with some ideas too. But yeah. on the fly, but the way they do it here, they vote. Um, they I think each team votes like in the invitationals. On, they vote on three to four maps that they don't want in rotation because they try to pick maps that they know that the other team is good at. Oh, okay. So they pick three to four maps. I think I th- I won't. I think this is how they do it. That don't get it thrown in the rotation, and then whatever's left gets. So it kind of keeps everyone. On there the was post. I watched a little bit of one of the rounds, and then the last kill of the first round was like a guy just shooting through a wall because his teammate was able to call out where the guy was and just knew there was like one place that he could be, and it just looked like he was hacking, but they just knew what they were doing because they know the map. Yeah, it was disgusting. It's um, awesome. I love it. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. Well, that's what that's what I like about teams the most because it's it's very tactical. It's not like it, it's also. I mean, it takes, uh, it, you know, like some of like the Twitch reflexes that you that like, your Call of Duty's and Battlefield needs. But you could be pretty good at the game and not be like a super FPS dude. Yeah, no. Like, you could, it, it, it's, I mean, it helps. It does. But it's very different. If you're just smart and you just like know how to play it correctly, you can be and like take your time. You could be pretty good at it without actually just being good at just the regular stuff. It's kind of also why I like Fortnite because you can also be good at that game and not necessarily be like amazing at like just you know basic FPS stuff. Yeah, but. Gamespot put a video out that was it was like why is uh, Fortnite so popular and he was saying like how like the reason it appeals to two different crowds is that PUBG is going to appeal more to people that are into games like Siege and yeah. that it, it it plays more compared to like a like a first person shooter like that because it's like a little bit more tactical, mm-hmm. whereas Fortnite kind of just plays as like an arena shooter. Oh yeah, yeah almost definitely. where like. Just jump in and fucking play. Like, yeah. you got it. <clears throat> I do agree with that. Um, I'm, and other than that, I'm playing Celeste. Are you um, started it? Yeah, no, I'm on, like, the third world. Or don't just got finished the third world. It's cool. You know, I haven't really got that. Like, oh, God, that, I understand all the hype behind this just yet. But I'm sure I'll get there. And I started Shadow of the Colossus. That's what I'm playing. How far in Shadow are you? Six. I beat the, the Beard Man. That's it. That got all. Okay. I'll, be, I'll probably finish this weekend. Uh, I also beat Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, don't remember being that short. No, well, we also knew what we were doing. For the first half, I knew exactly what I was no. doing. The other half was a little hazy, and then towards the end, I never beat it. Well, that was like so, the thing. Like I don't remember. That last fight was <clears throat> totally new and also fucking annoying. Yeah. Um, like I didn't remember like almost anything about like the lightning guy in the water in the yeah. lake. I, like, mm-hmm. I, I barely remember that fight like at all. And then I. Didn't really remember the last fight either, which was just a bitch anyway. So, if uh, yeah, if you're listening, Shadow of the Classes last last ba- it's fucking great game, real, real, real hard, so good. Uh, so Blue good. Point fucking killed it too. They yeah, made, it did. They, it's that such game a good looks job. that game looks beautiful. They did a really good job with it. I really want to see them do like an, an uh, like original IP. I'm curious yeah. to see what they can do. But they they are hiring currently for a classic Sony remake. So who knows what it's gonna be? Jack Dexter. Last <clears> I don't think it would be Jack and Daxter. I would, I would, I would love it. To I would be, be Jack fucking all over if it was Jack and Daxter. I think if they're gonna do Jack and Daxter, it's gonna be the team that did Crash. Or Gex. I would love Gex. Yeah, Gex Same thing. Drink. I think, I think what they're gonna do because the there's that new rumor that they're gonna do a Spyro. Yeah. Um, thing. I think Sony's just gonna bring on that team 
to just do just remaster everything. Hmm. So, which I would love Jack and Daxter because Jack and Daxter yeah, is like my fucking favorite. Yeah, game I like Jack series, like better than the better than Spyro, better than Crash. Same. Yeah. Same, same, same. Um, yeah, Beach of the Class is very good. Not really playing anything else besides just PUBG and Siege, and I was playing Monster Hunter, but I kind of fell off that a little bit. I gotta get back to that. And today I just picked up uh, Bayonetta One, Two, and Dragon Quest Builders, and Ruiner. And four out of the five Legacy of Kane games. I can't wait to hear. And how... Tuesday I get Metal Gear Survive. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear how mad you get at Ruiner. I'm really excited about it. Well, I'm also else. playing with a mouse and keyboard. Ah, uh, that's so true. It's probably going to be a lot easier for me. Yeah, probably. But just it's... like it's like when I played Hotline Miami for the first time, mm-hmm. I played on a mouse and keyboard. Yeah. And then when I got it on console, like getting used to the controls for that game was like really weird. A game yeah. like that, same with like Enter the Gungeon, going from the Switch version to the PC version, mm-hmm. played better instantly on PC. Yeah. So, but I'm probably gonna I'm I'm gonna break. It's, it. it's just yeah. hard in general. Like you know, they're putting like, out another update this month for Ruiner. Yeah. What are they doing? Uh, I don't know. They like. I was tweeting about Ruiner, and they Ruiner tweeted at me. I got to buy the game and said, "What was it called?" Hope it's, you don't uh, get too mad. Oh <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, he said the, the the Ruiner account said, "Prepare your fingers for New Game Plus. The Annihilation update hits all platforms on he February twenty first. He said that to you. It's literally just like yeah. a PR tweet, you, basically. Did, did you send him back a picture of your fingers going? Yeah, <laughs> like my fingers are fucking ready, bitch. Let's see Annihilation update. The game's interest be zero percent. Ruiner. Yeah, because it looks hard. Boom! Play plenty of hard games. Fucking got him. Playing Shadow classes on normal. Right. Yeah, and I'm you're asking, trying, you ask me every single classes you get to. What's his weak points? Yeah, because I'm And then I, it usually goes with me going, Dan, you can just point your sword yeah, at it and it tells you. Yeah, but I'd rather just ask Pat. Yeah, I would. <laughs> Pat doesn't mind explaining. No, I don't care. Pat loves explaining things. I mean, I don't know about all that, but I, I, I you you like things. explaining things. Depends, depends on the thing. Well, yeah, obviously. Not I don't like explaining work things because it's stupid. No, but video game things you enjoy explaining. Yes. Yeah. So I'm gonna for let certain you, games. I'm, yeah. Okay. So, Moving on. Uh, before before we get into the news, just because we mentioned it before and it's on the outline, uh, we finally got uh, the new siege operators outlined. We're getting uh, Finca and Lion. Uh, Finca, her description for her special little device is Finca delivers a nanobot shot to each operator before an operation. The nanites are made of zinc with a... Okay, we don't care about this. Uh, When she activates her signal, the nanobots disintegrate with the zinc being treated as a nutrient by the body and facilitating the absorption of the drugs. Their operators receive a short boost of health to get them back on their feet to give them an extra push and to steady their aim. So, essentially, a better dock. Yeah. So, so everybody gets a buff a little bit. So yeah. she it sounds like she needs to inject you. So like when you're playing uh when you're on the defending team and you play as Rook and you throw the shit down yeah. and everyone has to grab that first. This seems like that, but it seems like I need to come up to you, inject you, inject you, inject you, inject you, and then pop it when it's time. Or like inject you when you're down, then pop it. Is it a temporary health boost or is it permanent? That's all it says. That's all it says. What do you think I'm assuming it would be Permanent. Well, I'm assuming. Well, I think it's a short boost of health to get them back on their feet. So twenty points. I think it also is used for people that are like down, and it can get them up from a distance. Well, it also says and to steady their aim. Yeah. So it's it's, it's basically like I think it works as two different things. I don't think it would pick people up. It says it it literally says get them back on their feet. Pretty sure it's basically like an adrenaline shot. 
Plus, it's just like the exact same thing as Doc. It's just he just shoots you with his little gun. Yeah, yeah but with this, it's anyway. it's different, and it, you no, can... they, that would make that's making Doc completely obsolete. Yeah, yeah. no, no one's gonna play. Well, no, Doc. it depends because because here it's like Doc, you can do one at a time. This you could do. This you could do it and activate it when you want. It seems like it's a little bit more. Yeah. Like with Doc, all you have to do is shoot somebody with your gun. Like if you if you're in a room with somebody and they get down by, like say like a fuse goes off and they get down by it or something, and you just see you like you're across the room and you just pick them up. Like with think you have like you, I'm assuming you have to like you know that happens. You have to run over there. You have to shoot them with the shit, and then you have to do it. So it's like there's extra steps involved. Yeah. So like this. And if I had to guess, it, it wouldn't be projectile like Doc. Yeah, no. It's probably like a, you know. Yeah. Um, gun wise, it looks like the she has an LMG and a shock and an auto shotty that I think Fuse has, and then a new gun that's never been in the game. And I think she's an attack spear three hundred eight. Is she attack? I think she's attack because I think Lion's defense. I think you are right. That would make more sense because Doc's defense. Yeah, I I'm almost positive she's attack. Yeah, because uh, yeah, that would make a lot of sense because that's something good for, to like buff everybody when they it's, like, yeah. go into a room. I think then, I th- just just his his thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, those are the guns. If you guys want to see what they are, there's that new one. The I looked super, at it yesterday. Super, uh, the Spear 308. Mm-hmm. Those are the fuse guns, right? Uh, the LMG and the shotgun. They're just the shotgun. Oh, did they give? I thought fuse had a. Fuse has AK. the LMG. I thought he had an AK. No, he's got an LMG. Okay. I've been fucking with him lately. Uh, then the next guy is the lion. What's he lying about? Hell. <laughs> um. Good one, man. He's got a drone. Uh, it's called EE-1D, which allows Lion to survey hot zones and maintain quarantine protocols on missions. He uses it to detect movement in an area in order to determine if someone is breaking quarantine, curfew, or perimeter. So that's obviously defense. Mm-hmm. Trying to see if there's anything else about it. Thatcher once, once punched him in the face. It says that in yeah, the description. I read that whole thing, actually. It's kind of funny. Um, okay, No. He's no, he's the attacker. That doesn't make any sense. He's the attacker, and then hold on. Um, her nano. So this is back to Finca. Her nanobot gadget is deployed into the bodies of all her allies prior to mission start, and she can activate them at any time to so heal her allies. Them. Can I finish? A short amount and steady their aim. Dan, um, this is extremely useful for coordinated team pushes, but it probably won't have much of an effect. As much of an, but it probably won't have as much of an effect lower down the ranked ladder. Okay, so if you if you look at it as an adrenaline boost and you look at it for pushing, like a timed push, yeah, it's totally different from. from this is something that I th- this is more of a like a like a communication based operator. Yeah. Where you That's gotta, also like, why I feel like if you're gonna be coordinating that on like a on like a push on like a point, she makes way more sense as an attacker. Yeah, the defense doesn't does. really make any sense. Lion no, I think Lion makes perfect sense. He combats roomers. <clears throat> yeah, but you don't have yeah, jackal. But- yeah, but you also have because it says it spots movement, which is different. Yeah, but you can it also, also it sets up a perimeter and uh, uh, I think it what does it notify people? Like, notify it it just says uh, it's also used to control perimeters. Although Ubisoft didn't elaborate on that front in the announcement. All right, so then obviously it's sighting people and it controlling perimeters are two different things. So it's not just gonna you know oh this person's here. Like, no, I'm, two I'm, different aspects yeah. of the same gadget. So that. Personally, like if you could set up a perimeter around something, that makes more sense to me as defense. Than... I, I I I like that there's a way to combat an attacker because now besides that, like what what combats what combats Cavera besides just seeing her? Besides like a claymore, um, Capcom. 
Oh, captain's defense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Don't listen to me. Yeah, exactly. This is like, I, I, when I read this, I see like, this is to combat Kavera specifically. Oh, I get it. Because if you're all, if there's one way to get into where you are, and you could set up a perimeter for that, mm-hmm. as soon as it, like, I, I'm assuming something pings, and you just say, hey, something broke this. So, I I think he makes, I think he definitely would make a little bit more sense as a defender, but I, I don't think he's useless as an attacker. And gun-wise, he's got the marksman rifle that I think this is one that Buck or Blackbeard has. A shotgun and then a new rifle that looks like a pimped-out vector. Uh, that is the Blackbeard. All right. And then that gun's new, right? The top one? That's yeah, just a, the, the, that's, that's, that's a, that, that's a tricked-out vector. It looks yeah, like it has like an extended like clip. Drum, like a drum magazine. And then yeah. the... I'm pretty sure the marksman rifle is either the one that Blackbeard or Twitch uses. And then the shotgun, either Thatcher or no, Smoke has one of them, I think. The shotgun. Um, Not Sledge. Sledge has the that's uh, like classic-ass-looking shotgun. S- no, it's one of the defense characters. It's either... Frost? No, no, no. It's one, of the, it's one of the English dudes. It's either Smoke or uh, Smoke or yeah. Mute. I think it's Smoke. If it's Smoke, I fucking hate his shotgun. How you like... Uh, Vigil shotgun. It's okay. Yeah? Yeah, you have to be accurate, but it shoots slugs. Yeah, that's what fucked me up about it. Um, Yeah, those. it says that they launch later this month. Cool. But, like, February's got, like, two weeks left, right? Uh, Yeah, those are new characters. I'm hyped to get them. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. And these are the first uh, year three characters, which is absurd. Yeah, because I thought the last batch was the beginning no, that, of year three. That was them finishing year two. Yeah, insane how this game made such a f- cool fucking comeback. <coughs> uh, you wanna do this? Or you want me yeah, to do it? it? You got it. You wrote it. Oh my god! Wow. Point two is so funny. What happened? Oh yeah. Um. All right. So first thing on the news is uh, the System Shock remake has been put on hiatus. So basically. In case people didn't know that this was happening, um, uh, Night Dive Studios put up a Kickstarter for a System Shock reboot remake. I guess it's not really a reboot; it's a remake. Yeah, remake. Um, that landed over one point three million dollars, um, and they put it on hiatus due to. Uh, let's see, it's on here somewhere. Um, oh, you have remake plans to reassess development before it returns to the project. Uh, Quoted as our concept grew and as our team changed, 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 changed. So did the scope of what we were doing, and with that, the budget for the game. Um, as the budget grew, we began a long series of conversations with potential publishing partners. The more that we worked on the game, the more that we, the more that we wanted to do, and the further we got from the original concepts that made System Shock so great. So it sounds to me like they got whatever money they needed, and then they decided that they wanted to do more <coughs> with it, and then needed more money, and they just didn't have it. So. Well, it's got a little penisy. Yeah. Sounds like so. Classic, of, classic case of a, a penisiness. Yeah. So as of right now, System Shock is on hiatus, and there is no, from what I remember reading, there's no idea on like when yeah, it no, might it resurface. Said like, it said like indefinitely. Like, yeah. So you played System Shock. Neither have I. It's, it's like a PC ass like game. Bioshock, basically. Um, I mean, this sucks, but like, unless they act, you know, like I don't think they're gonna take the money and run. I don't think so either because they're like a, they're a legitimate a, studio. Yeah, it's more but, just a bummer, really. Yeah, it's a bummer, and this is one of the fucking. This is un- 
as as much as I know people don't want to hear this, is one of the problems with Kickstarter is that stuff like this can happen. Yeah. You're, gonna, you're, gonna, you're kickstarting yeah. somebody's dream. That's all you're doing. Like, mm-hmm. if you look anywhere on the internet for like, there's tons of YouTube channels and you know uh, publications that do like Kickstarter crap, like articles and whatever. And like, there's a ton of bullshit out there that you can fucking try to kickstart, and it it is yeah. Turns but into Kickstarter shit. also like works when it's done right. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. No, so, I, like, I the, fully that, agree. That Pebble smartwatch, that's all Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Pebble was, was a Kickstarter thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what's cool is when they, every time Pebble put out a new model, they they were like, we're going to stick to our roots and we're going to go to Kickstarter again. Every new product they put out, they did through Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Which was, I don't know. It, like, it, so when some it, people do it right. Yeah, when it's done right, it's great. Yeah. But then you have people that, you know, take people's money and run yeah, it and all depends like, like yeah, it's that symphony of the night game that's coming oh mm-hmm. not symphony of the no, night. Uh, bloodstained bloodstained that's coming out that's yeah. kickstarter and that's yeah. coming out within like the next few months mm-hmm. yeah. Mighty number nine Mighty number nine that was it, it was did, done right it did the come out bad. <laughs> the game is bad yeah uh but yeah so i mean it sucks it's for whoever you know people that backed it but you kind of have to expect shit like this when you're going to the kickstarter yeah, there's like a fucking really, like, like Terms of service when you like, yeah, you can't pay. It says like you just know. because you put money into something on Kickstarter doesn't mean that you're definitely going to get it. No, which is why you don't like find some random thing with like Joe's sperm painting. You can <laughs> you're not going to obviously. Hello there, little doggy. All right, uh, so the next point, which is funny to me, it's fucking retarded and it makes no sense. Uh, Atari is launching their own cryptocurrency. It's called Atari Token. It's fucking stupid. It's so dumb. There's so many stupid coins. You can make. There's John was talking about the Doge coin. Yeah. There's coins of everything. You can make one my penis on it. Um, so earlier this month, Fred Chesney. I don't know if this is. I guess that's how you pronounce it. Um, the CEO of Atari Game Partners bragged to Polygon that the company's new leadership has rescued it from the edge of bankruptcy over the last few years. So they had. Uh, get three million, thirty million euros in, in losses, thirty-five million euros in, of debt, and now he doesn't have any more. I guess all, all because of Atari token. Why is this in euros? Isn't isn't Atari an American-based company? I thought Atari was Asian, personally, but I, I thought so too. Hmm. I thought Atari was. Yeah, uh, I thought Atari was Chinese or something. I thought it was. Yeah, I, I thought it. it was overseas. I'm gonna look that up. Unless it was acquired by somebody. We'll look that up after a while. But uh, continue. That's kind of it, though. It's just it's French, really. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's I don't know. It's dumb. It's stupid. Currently, it's French. Yeah, that's probably why it's in euros. I think it was. I think originally it was established in the U.S. Yes, it was. Yeah, and then it was. It must have been acquired. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's. I don't know. It's stupid. There's not really else much to say about it. Invest in Atari token. <laughs> Actually, no more debt, uh, guys. I actually sold all of you got my, debt? Uh, my bi- buy a couple of Atari tokens. Sold them my bitcoins today. How much money did you, you make? Forty six dollars. Uh, I lost thirty bucks, but I did. Um, like I, I, I could have. It, it's starting to go up, so I could have gotten the money back. But I purposefully, perp, yes, whatever that word. Purposefully, you said it. Right. Pulled it out, losing money, because if I gained any money, I would have to claim it on my taxes. Oh, okay. started from the bottom. Now we're here. Um. I'm trying to look up to see if this is real. Yeah. So, I found... I, uh, Jake gave me a fun fact today about Atari. The uh, founder, Nolan Bushnell, 
You know who else? You know what else? What other company he founded? What other Flashlight. Branch? Don't want to know. Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Wikipedia says Chuck E. Cheese Pizza Time Theater was founded by Atari founder Nolan Bushnell, who was seeking to expand the purview of video games arcades beyond more adult locations like pool halls to a kid and family friendly venue. Chuck E. Cheese's are still around. So one of his things worked out. Atari's still, still around. They still exist, but they're not like. Do you see the article that Kotaku posted about Atari? No. I, I mean, I'm not the most educated on it, so like I didn't finish reading it. But it's essentially like a bunch of people were going after that dude, the founder of Atari, when he, he was offered up an award because he was like creepy to women. And then all the women that used to work for Atari came out and was just like, no, he wasn't. Like, I mean, he would like flirt every once in a while. But other than that, like, we were running shit. Like, we weren't looked down upon. And like, hmm. it was, it seemed like I, I, I briefly read through it and then Jake kind of broke it down a lot for me. But it seemed like a really cool read. I, uh, shit so, I hate it. Anyway, um, yeah, so again, go buy Atari. Everybody go, go buy Atari token because you'll. You'll lose all your debt, apparently. Um, next great. up is a U.S. senator from uh, New Hampshire, the New Hampshire Democrat. Maggie, Has- Maggie Hassan, I guess is how you say it, um, has asked the ASRB to reevaluate, uh, to reevaluate loot boxes, um, which is, I think, something that was going to happen sooner rather than later because of all the controversy this year. Yes. Or the last, not really this year, but the last... Probably like six months or so, with the whole loot box ordeal that was Battlefront Two and everything else that came after it, and all the bullshit revolving around them, and how much people view them as gambling, which I can understand, I guess. Um, she sent out an open letter to the ESRB, um, urging it to review the com- the completeness of the board's ratings process and policies as they relate to loot boxes. And to take into account the potential harm these types of microtransactions may have on children. Um, now, this came down like months after the ESRB made a statement saying that they didn't consider loot boxes to be a form of gambling. So, I, I it's kind of up in the air, like how yeah. which way this is going to go at this point. Because I don't know. I don't see it as gambling, but I do think that there needs to be something. There needs to be some kind of regulation. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see it as gambling at all. But I don't think I, th- I do think that some loot boxes, Battlefront in particular, is a good example. Are like predatory. Like yeah, one hundred percent. I think games like Overwatch do it fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't have a problem with microtransactions if they're done right. Well, see, I, a thief sounds like they're gonna do theirs fine. Like, this, this, I want to talk I, about that actually. I don't think. This was more based on how it affects the general public, but more specifically on children. No, yeah, and that's why I think there needs to be, like, it definitely needs to be something. Well, like, that's why, like, we were talking about this months ago, and this was, like, you know, a hot topic at the time. Um, but, like, I would say maybe any game that incorporates some loot boxes, rated M. Give it a mature rating. You know, incorporate because it's still gonna play. It, it doesn't matter, but yeah, at least but they. At least I don't know if I agree with. At that. least the SRB is kind of like, all right, yeah, like you know. We yeah. we took a measure to at least you know try to prevent kids from buying because no matter what realistically no matter what the SRB does it's not gonna stop it it's not gonna stop yeah. it from happening I, I do and think kids that are still uh, gonna buy the shit I don't think a, an e game should have loot boxes agreed I would say I don't I think M's a little far but I think T like for teen one hundred percent should that should be put into like that yeah because is Rocket League rated E 
No, I think it's. I want to say it's T. Okay, because Rocket League does have explosions loot and stuff. Boxes, right? Rocket League has loot boxes. I think they do. Don't they have time? To, I don't know. I'm not sure. I might be wrong. Because Fortnite doesn't have them yet. Kind of. Uh, well, they have microtransactions. Yeah. No, but I mean loot boxes. boxes. But it's nothing to drop besides. There's not enough cosmetics to no. have. Because they put too. thought into their cosmetics. I'm like PUBG. <laughs> yeah. I got leather boots the other day. Yeah. Uh, before we move on, I want to talk about something. Let me know. Are you done with this one? Yeah, that was it. That was, that was on the sure. on the topic of microtransactions. Uh, Rare put out a statement saying they're not going to do loot boxes like okay. at all, but they are going to do in three months. They are going to implement microtransactions that are for cosmetics, like uh, like like but but like cosmetics that you like you can't get in game, obviously, and also like pets that you can't get in game. Okay. At least they alluded to that. So like you have like a cat walking around the ship. And they were super upfront about it. And they were just like, we want to make this game last. We want this to be a thing. We want to give you more content. But in order to do that, like, we need money coming in to support it because this is a business. I remember when they put that statement out. Yeah, it was yeah. like earlier this week. Mm-hmm. And um, I just think it's cool that a company is like, here's why we're doing it. Like, loot bo- like not loot boxes. Uh, microtransactions are needed to support a game like this. You know, it's the same thing with like PUBG. Why they charge for like keys now is because keeping those servers running costs a lot of money, and you know, sales are going to dwindle for games like that because people are going to buy them up, and that's it. They're going to keep playing. They're going to stop. Their income is going to get less and less. So they need to implement the uh, the microtransactions. I really want this game to bring Rare back into like the limelight in some capacity. It, so just based off the beta, it has. Yeah, I because yeah. I want them to make a good strong comeback and yeah. like actually. I'm so tired of fucking, like, these, like, I, I can't even, because there's not a lot of them, but, like, ukulele was, like, an attempt at, like, yeah. kind of bringing back the, the rare charm, and it just didn't work out. I love that they're coming back, but, like, doing <clears throat> something different. Oh, I completely agree. But, like, you see this, and you know it's a rare game, mm-hmm. yeah. but it's also, like, not, yeah. no, you know? I, like, I completely it's, agree. It's it's just, like, it's it's weird. It's, it's, it's really cool. I can't wait for that fucking game. Uh, Jim Sterling put out a video about it and as usual i completely disagree with jim sterling he he's he made it out to be like oh like don't think like they're cool for saying that because they still have microtransactions and that's still bullshit like and <sighs> i was just like oh Jake. i used to love jim sterling but Literally like no winning more yeah. and more I, I really don't like that dude uh, i really don't like that I don't dude. Know, it's fucking I, I people have shitty opinions unfortunately um number four I don't really know a whole lot about this game. I'm going to leave more of this conversation topic up to the two of you. Uh, but Kingdom Come Deliverance is out, and it's gotten a lot of mixed... At least everything I've seen has been pretty mixed up in the air. Uh, a lot of people don't. A lot of people do like it. I uh, I, I don't have an opinion because I literally could care less, couldn't care less about this game. So you, Dan. So, I mean, I mean just... Uh, well, real quick, for an example, uh, an article from Polygon with the headline, Kingdom Come Deliverance is beautiful but boring well that's kind of the i feel like every review it's good things and bad things i mean there's some that are just bad i guess but um apparently looks great plays like shit <clears throat> excuse me um certain things about it are cool you know like the like the world they made or well, i mean that made i mean it's bohemian is an actual was an actual place but um like the, what they recreated was cool but there's just a lot of technical glitches like you know like quests not working and, almost like it like released like a like, this was, like, a full release, technically, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it was... But it, like, almost, like, released, almost like a beta? No, it, I think it's just... Like, probably... early access, I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's just, it, it just probably just needed more time for, like, to smooth over the uh, the edges. But, I mean, there's 
the combat, I mean, I think it, you're either going to look at it and think it's boring, or, think it, or you're going to think it looks sick and, like, you know, like, totally different. Um, what The idea with that they were going for, like, a fully historical medieval game that has no, like, you know, magic elements and it's just straight up, like, just historical, just like it would, would have been if in the 1500s, is a cool concept, but I think just... I think it just fell flat in all the areas that they were they were working on. I mean, this is all coming from things that I've read and I've like I've talked to people about, not necessarily my own opinions. But um, yeah, you're talking about it with Jake today. Yeah, you know, and Jake kind of said this, you know, kind of you know said the same thing. You know, the the idea of like you start out and your guy is just a regular old guy. He's not supposed to be anything spectacular, and you start out as like the town idiot where you're, like you're not good at talking to people and you don't know how to fight and you can't do anything. And then that towards the end, you're like an actual like warrior knight. Who like you know I don't know what happens at the end obviously but he just becomes a lot higher station than when he starts. Like a, that's a cool journey, but I guess everything in between is kind of shitty. Well, no, I, 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 I think it just depends on just the type of person you are. I mean, if that sounds like something that interests you, then I'm sure you'll get something out of it. But if it doesn't, then you probably will hate it. So it's one of those things where it's like some people are going to think the journey is worth it in the end, or some people are going to think it's not. So I'm still curious to check it out, but I also kind of want to wait for it to go on sale. Well, alright. Uh, I don't think there's anything else there on that. No. Alright, um, this is one of the bigger, bigger pieces of news. You want to save that? Uh, do, up do to PUBG you. first? Yeah, I'll do PUBG first. Um, so PUBG's anti-cheat tech provider, BattleEye, has shown that 99% of the accounts that they've been that ha, that they have actually banned for cheating are from China, which is no surprise in oh. the slightest. because um, everybody that I've ever gotten that has ever cheated, you know, and it affected me. Whoever's cheated on me. Whoever's cheated on me. Oh my gosh, she's pushing me so far off this fucking bed right now. Um Anytime that anybody has ever killed me, whether it's an aimbot, well, not ever killed me, but with like an aimbot or whatever, they cheated in some capacity. Always had some kind of crazy like Chinese Asian name. Well, I don't think it's crazy. It's just, you just well, whatever. It's it whatever. It's it's <laughs> some kind of Chinese like Asian name of some capacity. Whether it's like Li Hyung Fu or something, and then they like well, it's, it's, it's like they shoot me through Chinese a, lettering. Through, shoot me through a door. No, I've seen like like written it out like oh, okay. written out in English. Or they're stuff, in the middle of a like, field and then they just lean to the yeah, right and then and like they headshot you. I'm like I'm prone in like a field of wheat, and they're standing on the same level plane as me, and they just like standing there, and they just lean to the right and shoot me in the face, and I die immediately. Like I, I don't know. It, it's not a surprise to me that that's where they're coming from. Um, and in addition to the ninety nine percent of accounts that have been banned from China, forty six percent of player of PUBG's total players are mm-hmm. based in China. So it's almost fifty percent of the people playing uh, playing PUBG right now Chinese. are from Chinese are from China from Chinese from Chinese, <laughs> and one percent of that forty six percent are not cheating. What really? Yeah. One percent. Yeah, because not it's forty five percent of Chinese people playing it's cheating. Yeah, it's disgusting. That is disgusting. That is almost an entire half of the player base of PUBG that are that are cheating. That's annoying. Yeah, that's horrible. China should just lose their internet. I mean, did you also they, s- they seem to region lock the servers? Did you see the? Uh, well, the, they should, but they'll lose money. Did you see the other news about PUBG? No. Fortnite broke its concurrent player record. Did it? It did. And uh, Fortnite's also on three platforms, technically, and is free. 
But yeah, yeah. Still, it's still, 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 no, it's still very impressive, but that needs to be in that conversation. No, no, I mean, yeah. that, well, I think that's one of the main reasons why it, it did, but um, also PUBG, I think, had 30 million units sold. As yeah, that of I saw. This week. But the player base is player player base is declining. Yeah, because of this. because of that yeah. because of this specifically and, and Fortnite. Well, yeah, Fortnite is pulling people because people are going from PUBG to Fortnite because it's a very similar game, obviously. Yeah, and there are far less cheaters in Fortnite than there are. In I mean, I haven't really PUBG. heard of anything about. Che- I'm sure I, there yeah. is. The most I've ever that the most I've ever heard or seen in Fortnite are people like clipping through the map and shooting people through. Well, that, through geometry, yeah, that's or all like seen. using weapon exploits or something like yeah. that. Like not necessarily yeah, straight not up like, aimbotting. Yeah, exactly. So, which I thought was kind of funny. But yeah, so that's yeah, that's a thing. I thought it was like that's a very uh, interesting statistic, and it makes me really that not is... want to play that game. Somebody just want to play. I still have not felt like I've, I've been the recipient of like someone cheating. Like, I, I fully, fully have multiple times. Yeah, I don't know. I just, and it is infuriating. I mean, it happened the other night when we were playing. Yeah, I was telling you, like when yeah. the guy that killed me and Andrew, he was up on top of a hill, zero cover around him, he wasn't behind anything, and he just leaned right and then like it killed me and Andrew in five shots, didn't miss a single shot, and we were like. It like I ruins was, it too, especially when yeah. you work to get to the end. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh come on, because really? We were, we You're like, like bottom six. Yeah, so we like, were like you fucking kidding. Well, we were in like I think like the top four, three or fourteen. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, I think there was like twelve people left. Yeah, and then there was you know that dickhead that was just like yeah sucks. And he was like, I think he was using like an M16 from like sniper range, and he was just like boop boop boop, and I fucking dropped, and he just like two shot at Andrew, and then he dropped, and then it was annoying. Um, anyway, to move on from that. Uh. Kingdom Hearts 3 had a bunch of new information given during the presentation at D23. Um, I've only I only listed three of them, the three things that I thought like were significant enough to actually list. Um, first one being uh, a new world. It's Monster Inc. That's cool. Monsters Inc. That's cool. I love Monster Which is great. Goofy looks like a nightmare. Because for people that didn't play Kingdom Hearts, every world you go to, you take on some kind of characteristic from that world. So like the Toy Story world, like you all look like toys. Like you have like, and in this world you look, and goofy in this world you look up. Goofy looks like a nightmare. Goofy looks <laughs> fucked up. Um, goofy and Daffy look fucked up. Yeah, but Daffy is at least like a little like little water monster man, and Goofy is just like some kind of freak of nature. And like, it's I mean, of, if you think about them, just I mean, general. they're all kind of freaks of nature, but it's fine. Um, town is much being much more vibrant this time around, which. Um, on top of being, I guess, like, you know, just bigger, they're filling them with more, you know, people, things to do, which is nice. Um, I remember in Kingdom Hearts 2, there was, like, a few towns that you go to, and there's maybe, like, four people in the entire town, and they're all, like, you know, they they don't really serve any purpose other than to just be there, and then you just kind of run around, and they, like, and they say yeah, stuff, like, off to the side, and then you just keep going. So, the fact that they're actually adding more stuff to do, like, besides, like, you know, you're your general like story stuff that you are doing is really cool. Um, is this a game that's ever going to come out though? It's supposed to come out this year. I also saw an article about how you need to have played all the other Kingdom Hearts to play this one. Yeah, which means you need to play like thirty games. Well, yeah, yeah you like can buy 1400 the fourteen hundred hours of games. You can buy what the fuck? There's the collection that came out like last oh yeah the year, uh, the but... Kingdom Hearts one point nine eight time Bingabop uh, <laughs> yeah, Ultra yeah. Stardust uh, Remix yeah. Edition. Yeah, it's like one point eight by like two point eight HD Remix or some shit. It like just that, sucks like that the they're so one. like. Some of the games aren't like they're like. That was always like my on a 3ds. That was always my biggest or... problem with the series is that it was Kingdom Hearts, 
and then there was like one in between one and two that was on like a handheld, and then two came out, and then after two, for however long it's been, how long has it been since? Has it been like ten years or something like that? It's been a that game came out on PS2. Yeah, so right? say say ten years since two and three, that's ten years of game that has come out on everything other than an actual like home console. They've all been on handhelds, mobile, or just something stupid. And they all connect the story. Like, every, like they all what matter. Like microwave? And they all of the games matter. Like, they all are incorporated into the yeah, story. missing one is like you're, miss, like, you're missing something. I wanted to buy that, like, collection, the collection game that came out. But I don't have the time to play all that because it's a lot. Of yeah, this King is why I, I got, got uh, not going to play. Fight monsters. Yeah. Got plenty of that time. That game also constantly is adding new systems and stuff, which is why I still want to play it because... There's a system I haven't even seen yet called Augmentation. And apparently you don't get that till you hit, like, Hunter Rank 80 or something. And it, like, helps you add, like, stat boosts and shit so, to your armor Pat, and uh, Pat weapons. can't play Kingdom Hearts because so, he's got he's to get Augmentation that run aug- Hunter Rank 80. I have to, augment, I have to augment my but swords. But do you, though? got to hunt all the mon. Do you, though? Well, the thing about... Uh, Monster Hunter Two. I don't know if you are. I don't know if you got to this yet. Um, after you, I think after you kill. I forget when it happens. It's after you kill one of the Elder Dragons, your Hunter rank unlocks. It what? locks you at Hunter rank fifteen until you kill. I think really? the Nargigante or whatever, and then Why? it unlocks. It went from fifteen, and then it was like, your Hunter rank unlocks. You're twenty six now. Why? Why would it do that? I guess so because I think your hunter ranks technically like so your you level. get over level to like go yeah I think that's what it is that's annoying I don't like that I lo- my favorite thing in doing games is over leveling because I like I like feeling like I'm like a fucking badass <laughs> I mean you kind of feel like you're a badass most of the time in Monster Hunter like, 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 sometimes you feel like a badass sometimes you feel like you're a shithead the yeah. same fight me and Andrew did I mean it I felt like a fucking ragdoll and then me and you did it and then I felt like a, a thug gangster because it was me well I'm just saying <laughs> that like. That, <laughs> So now you don't always feel good in that game. No, I don't. Well, I it, it was all Pat, Dan. Don't worry it's about it. It's all me. Cocky piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I feel I, I know exactly what you're talking about because I fought the Nergigante by myself for like three days, and for it no was like reason. I wanted to pull you my hair just out of my people head. People to help you, but you didn't. I didn't. That's not a Pat move. It's not. Yeah, it's not that bad, Andrew. Oh, it was bad. I'm, I never said it was not that bad. That was bad. The fight was bad. I don't know if this is P or this is uh, Drool. It's it's it's. If it was P, it'd be bigger. It's drool. Okay. He's talking uh, about my dog, by the way. I don't pee the bed or drool that much. Is this pee or drool? <laughs> yo, I, yo, I started drooling once in a while. Yo, I drool so much. Yo, honestly. I've been doing it lately. Yeah, it's weird. It's not. It's. I don't wake up though. Like I don't wake up and like I'm drooling. It's like when I'm like about to fall asleep. But then like you ever like about to fall asleep, and then you kind of wake up for whatever reason, and then I'll like go like this, and I'll be like, what the fuck? And then oh, like, I'll wake up and be like. Yeah, no, the no. fuck! I look at my pillow. Yeah, what the fuck? I'll do the same thing. Then I look at my floor. I go, what the fuck? What the? I'm f- just floating in shit everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> uh, I, I drool every night, and it sucks because it gets like all up in my beard. Like, all well, that's what I mean. There, that's that's like, also oh, this is gross. I have to like get up and go wipe my face off. Isn't that cool? That's really cool. That's cool. Oh, uh, that's actually really cool. If you guys care, the physical edition of Bayonetta Two on Switch. On uh, the inside has artwork and back artwork for uh, first, first Bayonetta. Bayonetta. I really hope I don't like this game because I can tell that if I like it, I need to buy both Amiibos. You're gonna like it. You're, you're well, like just it. buy both. Did Amiibos. you like Devil May Cry? <laughs> I fucking played the you played shit Bayonetta? out of the first two. Devil I played. Uh, I played some of the first one. It was on the Wii U, and I wanted to rip my hair out, so I stopped Why? playing on the because Wii U was terrible. Wii U was not that bad of a system. Wii U was bad. Wii U was bad. I played like this six one's games. better on here than on the Wii U. 
Oh, I, I play them on the Wii U because I didn't mind my Wii U. I play them on the Wii U. I didn't mind my Wii U. My name Dan. Okay. So, right. so last, the last big piece of news for the, uh, as far as I can find for the week, um, the big old layoffs hit uh, yeah, the developer sucks. Hangar 13, which are the guys behind Mafia 3. Um, they laid off a pretty significant number of their staff. I don't know when the article went out. I think it was today. Um, uh, and, this was, I think, end of day yesterday they oh, started yesterday. Okay. circulating. So, uh, Publisher 2K confirmed um, that this all happened to, Kota- to uh, Kotaku, um, saying uh, 2K can confirm that there have been staff reductions at Hangar 13 in order to ensure that the studio's resources are properly aligned with its long-term development plans. Um these reductions will not influence 2K's ability to create and deliver its products that are currently in development. We never take these matters lightly and are working with the affected employees to support them and explore potential opportunities throughout our organization. Um, no specific number for the amount of people laid off was given in the statement, but I'm assuming that it's a pretty yeah, pretty decent amount of people if you know it's they're newsworthy. making like a, like a PR statement about it. Yeah. So That sucks. Yeah, Unfortunately, sucks people there. That's like normal. Like that's gonna happen in any job. Yeah, but uh, it's cool that they're working on it. I was listening to kind of funny games cast earlier, and uh, Tim Geddes was talking about what his girlfriend does, and she works for a company that like evaluates like benefits that a company gives to their employees. And uh, he was saying that she's been saying that this is like new, where a lot of companies' HR departments like have a team. That is there just to help someone who gets fired mm-hmm. or not fired because that's different. Laid yeah. off. If you get fired and insinuate like you did something, but like laid off, like it helps them get back on their feet. Up and in like the air. Yeah, it, helps, a, it helps them reestablish yeah. something. So that's like cool. I didn't know about that. The movie Up in the Air. That's what that's about. That's what George Clooney does. He gets hired out by, by companies. Well, I mean, he doesn't work for the company, but he gets hired by companies to fire people and then help them transition. Because if you think about it, if you like work for like a company and like. You've if, been there for 30 years. And you, you make, get laid off? Yeah. Yeah, and you make like $120,000 a year, and that's been your livelihood forever. And, f- and you get laid off and not just a lifestyle a fucking change. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a big deal. That sucks. Hopefully, they all find work. Yeah, I mean, this, this does happen a lot, like especially in the video game industry. Like, you, there's a there's an article every, like, six months. Of something like this of, happening. you know, yeah. a studio laying off, like, a ton of its team. It's always Jason yeah. Schreier that writes them. This Jason Schreier wrote this. Ooh, he did. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Probably some coinky dink player. <laughs> like, no, yeah, he's got a lot of friends in the industry, and he gets the scoops. Or he gets all these people laid off. I don't think just to write articles. <laughs> um, but yeah, it does suck. It sucks for all the people that you know. Yeah, that this yeah, happened to. Yeah. But what are you gonna do? I was louder than I anticipated. I was, well, it's foil. <laughs> fucking foil, man. It's fucking foil. Hello. Why did they make fun of my laugh all the time? Because it's cute. So is Rosie attacking the patch face. Tired. Let's end the podcast because Dan's tired. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Good night, Dan. Anything else you want to talk about? No, no. there's not really much else. That has been the Okie Gamers podcast. I'm Andy. This Pat. This Dan. You can find us this on This Rosie. This Rosie. You can find us on Discord, okigamers.com. That is the invite link that will get you there. Oh, God. I hate that. Stop. Yeah, no, please. That's, That's not so a good loud. Sign. Uh, yeah, you can come join us on Discord. We talk, Let me talk to the people. about video games and movies and a bunch of... I think Ben just posted about seeing uh, Black Panther. Yeah, he did. Right? So, yeah, we talk about everything. You you need to chill. You're going to hurt my dog. She's fine. She looks like she's going to hurt you. <laughs> All right. That's it. 
Enjoy the remainder of your lives. We'll see you. Oh, I want to say we'll see you next time. Right here on Game Ranks. I started going into my thing. Oh, bye. Up.